Hey y'all, this is Travian Sears, um, here again for my uh, second episode of, um, of the podcast entitled, Hey Y'all. <laughs> um, if you were listening, um, to my last first podcast, thank you, um, it received very high, higher numbers than I had even thought about achieving, to be honest with you, um, I think I had, right, since right now that I've looked at, it's about 45 uh, views, I think, something like that, and, uh, you know, to all those of you that enjoyed uh, listening to me talk, (laughs) um, thank you, um, I'm gonna get back, actually, in a couple of episodes, I'll get back to that topic, um, of living in two facades, but today's episode, I wanna start off by talking about um, the government shutdown. Now, um, I was supposed to release a podcast yesterday, and I had everything set, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, you know, my second podcast, the first one received so much, so many good reviews, and, um, <clears throat> but I, I read that the government shutdown had just been temporarily, sh- uh, stalemated, now, there was a stalemate. Um, I don't know if stalemate is a word, word, but, um, I'm using it anyways. Um, there was Trump, uh, so, so anyways, today, this morning, and, and last night, I was like, okay, so, it's either I do this segment on, um, you know, the, um, living in two facades, or I do this more interesting topic, of course, the government shutdown. Um, so I, I spent all night researching, um, and this morning even, like, trying to, because before, the government shutdown personally, it isn't affecting me, um, as far as, like, financially, like, mentally, that is, like, that's kind of a harsh thing, the government shutdown, and, like, having to try to keep up with all this crap, um, but last few, the last few days, or last two days in particular, I've been, I've been, um, keeping up, and, and, um, you know, reading up on it, and so anyways, so I could talk to you guys about it, and know what I'm talking about, of course, you know, I don't want to deliver false information, and it's a lot worse than I even imagined, I mean, it being, you know, um, so the one messed up thing that I I was reading about, I had the article pulled up here, is that every service, um, like, um, military service, are getting paid, um, I mean, like, Army, Marines, um, Air Force, Navy, they're all getting paid, but Coast Guard isn't, or, uh, I, I have it pulled up here, there are 88% of Department of Homeland Security's, um, uh, employees are affected, um, and 42,000 of those, that 88% are Coast Guard employees, that's horrible, like, the Coast Guard, you know, they, they work so hard to protect our coast, right, and it's like, they aren't getting paid, they're having to do, go into work still, and, and as far, in addition to that, you have the TSA, the 52,000 TSA employees, you know, protecting our airports, they're not getting paid either, um, then you also have 54,000 Custom and Border Protection Services 
service officers and agents, um, they're not getting paid either. Um, that's terrible. Like, the fact that they are still going into work, that they are so devoted to their work is amazing because they are still going. I would have, personally, I would have been like, okay, screw this. Like, I'd rather get paid working for McDonald's than have to deal with this. Come into work and not get paid. Um, the the positive thing about all that is that those people will be get, will be paid. Uh, I guess it's considered back pay. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if it's going to be taxed or not, you know, in that lump sum, which would be horrible. But, um, you know, they're still getting paid the money eventually. That's a good thing. You know, they're not working for nothing right now. Well, right now they are, but in the long run, um, if you get the point that I'm trying to make here, I'm trying to see the positive in this at all, you know. And there's so much negative that it's like, damn, that's horrible. Um, and you guys, have, if you've listened at all, you know, all of our national parks are closed down. Um, but in addition to that, um, I, we, I, if, you don't, if you don't know, I live in California. And we've had, God, in the past year, I don't know how many forest fires. I couldn't even tell you. Like, I just couldn't. There are as many as 5,000 U.S. Forest Service firefighters that are um, not getting paid. And there are 36,000, I think, uh, National Weather Service forecasters not getting paid. Um, so essentially, like, if we had a fire, there wouldn't be much funding to help pay to for the water to to help pay to, you know, relieve of that fire, if you get what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, like, what the hell are we, uh, yeah, so what are they going to do if there's a fire? I guess there's a local fire department that are still getting paid, I believe, but still, like, that's a big part of the aid that's not coming in, and that's terrible. Um, but, you know, 96% 96% of NASA is not getting paid. That's 16,000 staff. Uh, 86% of the Department of Commerce. That's 41 staff. Um, let's see here. I'm just reading numbers um, for you guys. Hey, 52 approximate 52,000 IRS staff members are aren't getting paid either. A lot of people don't like the IRS, but still, you know, they do. They do. Um, stuff for us as far as doing our taxes i guess they take stuff from us i don't i don't know that's that's hard to say but then you also have uh, law enforcement there's so many people not getting paid um over 41,000 federal law enforcement and correctional officers are being you know uh not paid you have 13,000 13.7,000 fbi agents 3.6 thousand U.S. Marshals, and then 4,400 uh, 4, DEA, Drug Enforcement Aid, Administration agents, that aren't getting paid. Then you have um, prisoner, prison corrections officers, 16,000 aren't getting paid. Like, those, these are the people that are protecting us, like, our lives, you know, um, protecting our well-being, and they're not getting paid. It's not like there's some 
uh, it's not like they were getting paid hundreds of millions, uh, millions of dollars in the first place, like six figures, maybe, barely, um, some of these people aren't getting paid that, um, and they're still going into work, protecting us with the little funding they have, you know, if that doesn't show how brave these men and women are and deserve our gratitude, that's amazing. Now, um, for those of you listening, um, I want to, um, point out, um, for, if you go to Bosco, St. John Bosco High School, um, or you don't even, Miss, Miss, you probably know Miss Woods, she, um, over this past few days, um, was collecting money for, um, two, um, very brave, um, men, uh, Bosco alums that, um, were in the Coast Guard. Um, she has collected money. I gave a little bit of money, you know, to her, um, to give to them. And she's going to give it all to them. You know, that's just to show how brotherhood really works. And to any of you guys that did donate any, anything that you could, you know, um, I know that was much appreciated from them because, you know, just to see that somebody is there sticking up for them when they have, one of them has three kids at home. Um, and a wife. I don't know about the other one, if he's married or anything. I know he doesn't have three kids, but still, he's still going to work. He's still protecting us in any way that he can, but he's not getting paid, and, um, that's emotionally, like, draining on somebody. Physically, emotionally, like, mentally, everything. Like, that's just so hard, and unfortunately, you know, that's what they're going through right now. Uh, Over 400,000 American citizens, uh, I, no, actually, it's, uh, over 800,000, um, thousand people, 800,000 out of, the, I don't know how many people live in the United States, let's see, um, they're not getting paid, um, um, and, and you know, it's like, oh, so there's three, 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 325 million people that live in the United States. Um, yeah, but, you know, that's a big sum of people that aren't getting paid, that are citizens, you know, and they're still going to work, and they deserve to be paid for their work, and thank God that the government is paying them back pay. I don't know if it's going to be taxed or not, you know, like I said earlier, but still, that is, thank God, because... You know, that's amazing for for them to... The fact that they're getting paid is awesome. I mean, this shutdown is going to be hopefully... Hopefully in three weeks... Before this three weeks time period is... Oh, so I didn't really explain it to you. You guys, um... So Donald Trump and the the House and the... He, he, passed, a, he passed a bill. Donald Trump did. That stated that he would, um, essentially, uh, I forget what it's called, it's a, um, um, it's a stopgap bill, that's what it's called, and the stopgap bill, it, um, it will reopen the government for about three weeks to allow for negotiations that, um, could take place, right, um, so for both parties to agree on, so essentially, this is what should have been happening a long time ago, in my personal opinion, because, all of this BS could have been prevented. Like, all 800,000 of those people not getting paid, they could have been getting paid. 
while these ignorant people, my, my, excuse me for my harsh words, while these ignorant people are sitting around, you know, oh, well, let's see, I don't think we're going to do that, you know, you have Donald Trump, our president, 45th, who, he's like, I'm getting this, this wall, I'm getting this damn wall. That's what I promised you guys when I was running, and that's what I was voted in for. But his main his main policy was the the um, border wall protection, border protection, and um, you know it's like that's what he promised, and that's what he's trying to get for us. I'm not going to say whether I support the wall or not, but then you have the Democrats, these liberals, who are saying. Um, we, we, we don't believe at the walls for America. You know, we have other solutions. In my opinion, I believe that these solutions should be voiced. You know, there should be... Okay, well, Donald. We're on first name basis now. Wow. Okay, Donald. Um, we support that you want a wall. We support your... Your want your your feel of need for this wall but we propose to you that instead of just a wall we do more high-tech solutions because there are um underground tunnels i mean it's a known fact that are from like tijuana for example they dig under the earth and it's like into san diego I'm, I'm just exaggerating that it's probably not all the way to san diego but you know to what do they call those uh, coyotes houses um they dig tunnels so obviously we need some protection to prevent those tunnels so why not get with a geological uh, we have a whole department uh, the department of uh what what do they call those people um uh, i really don't know i'm, I'm gonna be honest i don't know what um their names are, but, you know, like the geological survey, survey, surveyors or whatever, get with them, figure out how you can prevent that, you know, and we'll give you your $5.7 billion, but you have to do these things, right? You have to include this because there are other things happening except for a border wall. And you have to make that money work, Donald. And that's how we're going to do it. And in my opinion, I do believe our soldiers, our military, we should not be in Syria fighting for oil. I, and I'm quoting that. You guys can't see that. But for oil, you know, we don't need to be taking other people's oil. You know, we have oil of our own. You know, uh, there's other things that can replace oil. We have these electric cars now. They're expensive, I know. Well, um... Uh, and, you know, the standard American, you know, that American mindset, because you got your pickup truck. And I'm going to be honest with you, I do love a pickup truck, you know, uh, personally. But there are other alternatives to move on to the future, because we do know that they cause smog, and smog is not good for our atmosphere. There's other things that are occurring in Syria, and that's the war, on, and the, the fight in terrorism. And our government wants to keep them in check, you know. We're going to keep our people over there, right? Because that, because we don't, we don't need you coming over to wildness. And I'm like, well, 
Yeah, that's true. That is so true because... Excuse me. Because, um... 9-11, you know, that did happen. And, um, it was a terrible time in our history. And, um, you know, ISIS is still a thing, believe it or not. But, um, I do believe our military needs to pull back out of that one because... We need to fix, um, I forget who said that, that, who quote, I, uh, who quoted, um, we need to fix our borders before we can go, you know, we need to fix our country itself before we go in trying to fix other people's issues, worldly matters. We need to fix our national crises, crises, I think that would be the plural. Our national crises, you know, we need to, um, We need to fix our our own borders, and um, I see how Donald Trump is our president is is leaning towards that. I do, um, and you know, let me look that up um, because we. My opinion is that we our borders. We have so much animosity and hate for one another you know there's so much that um needs to be fixed within our our borders and that isn't you know it's like for example and don't take this the wrong way anybody that may or might not be but the Ku Klux Klan the KKK it's dubbed as they are terrorists. They're a terrorist organization. I forget which president um, deemed them as such. But they are a national terrorist organization. Uh, personally, I, I, I have history of uh, genealogy that does... I am a, I'm mixed. I'm half African-American, half Caucasian. And um, literally, my mom, it says... Western European, and her 23 and me. There was not a single drop of her that was outside of Europe. Like, no Spanish, no Portuguese, anything above that, no Russian, you know, no Middle Eastern. It was just straight up white, all white countries. And, um, you know, I know for a fact that there was um, people that probably are that more white supremacists um, in my history, in my genealogy, in my blood. But we're in 2018, a time, or 2019, sorry, we're 2019 now. 2019, a time where we have the LGBTQ community, uh, plus or whatever they, I think it's LGBTQ plus um, community. We have the NAACP, right? Um, we have so many different organizations and in um, outreach concern people that guide us towards are are guiding us to the right direction. That we need to accept all people as people, you know. And um, I do believe that. Like we're not changing. The world is is slowly changing, but unfortunately. It's not changing quick enough to where other countries like Mexico, um, the poverty level is so high 
that people have to come over here. You know, America, we are so fortunate to have all the things that we have, the opportunities that we have. And a lot of people say, no, we don't have opportunities, but I say we do. The majority does, at least. And there are the minority. And unfortunately, the minority is a large number. It's larger than it should be. And that's where I go back to the point that we need to fix our national crises before we start working on international crises. Um, And, you know, the homeless population, God, it's so high, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, we're, we're trying to get welfare for these people. I say we need to get jobs for them, right? You know, and anything that can make that happen is, is beneficial. I don't, I don't know how you could fix that personally. Um, I'm not a politician. I'm not corrupt either. I'm not a businessman. I'm just here to state my view of things. And I'm saying, you know, there are things that need to be worked on within our borders before we need to go on to other countries. And then when we do fix those issues, why don't we go to Mexico? Um, or I, I'm just using Mexico because that's our our border ally or nation, bordering nation. Why don't we go into these Latin American countries and and try and help them with aid? You know, help better their economy so they can support themselves so they don't have corrupt leaders, you know, or businessmen trying to take all they can and leave nothing for the impoverished. It's, it's like we need to fix ourselves before we can even help or better anybody. So the talk on this border security, it is necessary that we have borders, but before we decide to take it with violence and shoot, you know, put our military on our border and decide to begin to basically put a war, put a war on our border, you know, by shooting people up that are coming, trying to come in illegally, you know, um, before that need that happens, we need to we need to have a country, you know, that that uh, we need to have a country that is um, worth saving, you know, and it is. America is worth saving, but there are so many things that need to be worked on. Um, number one, the fact that I was reading the other day on Twitter. Um, somebody, I, I don't want to quote it because I don't really know if this is what it exactly said, but somebody said something like, Trump is doing everything that he can to worsen our economy, worsen our society, just to help him get richer, get more riches, be um, more wealthy. He has just become president because he wants to be make more money, and lower the tax rates on himself. Um, and he's just screwing over the poor. Okay, I see where you're coming from, the wealthy, wanting to become more wealthy. Like, that's a trend throughout American history. That's no new, that's, that's fake news. Um, I'm just going to say it. Like, we all know that. If you don't know that, then you definitely don't need a career in politics because... 
that's just common sense. Um, the whole thing about him wanting to screw over the poor, I don't know. I mean, personally, he has lower tax rates for the wealthy and the poor, really, if you see a trend. Um, during the time of Reaganomics, I love that, dub that term, we were actually just discussing this in um, AP U.S. History, um, but tax rates were lowered from what was, you know, during the FDR time, the New Deal time of the Great Depression, tax rates, I believe they were like 95% for some people, which is extremely high. If you make a million dollars and you're taxed 95%, essentially you're making $50,000. Um, if you couldn't do that math in your head, I, I know, it's, that's not a lot of money. Um, for somebody that is working and making a million dollars. Um, so, the, uh, Reagan lowered, it, it wasn't 95% for all those years, but it slowly got down and at a point to about 35% with Reaganomics. And uh, Ronald Reagan, I forget what number he was, maybe like 40, 40th, 40th, 39th, 40th, somewhere around there. And um, then Bush, wait, yeah, then Bush came and then Clinton, and they were all kind of the same. They went up and down, fluctuated a little bit. But Obama came in, he, he told us that he wanted to raise, for the wealthy, he wanted to raise it to 39.5% again. Um, and I was like, well, okay, I mean, I understand where he's going with it. Like, he wants to take the money that the wealthy are making and give it to the poor. Right? That makes sense, right? Instead of just raising our national debt, which is what we were doing to say in the war, the Iraq war, and the Syrian war, and and the war on terrorism. So, so that's what Obama did. We were just, we were, uh, before with Bush, we were just going into national debt. That's why we see such a rise in our national debt. Um, then Obama was like, no. He's like, to stay in this war, we shouldn't be just taxing the poor people and raising our national debt. We should be taxing the wealthy more than the poor and raise our, and, and well, inevitably that would raise the national debt as well. But because of all his welfare um, organizations, Obamacare being one. Um, the middle class throughout all this, by the way, their tax rates are just staying the same. <laughs> like, nothing is really help, helping them at all. But when Trump came in this past couple of years, he rate, he lowered the, the he's, he's lowered the tax rates to about 35% again. Our national debt, I don't think it has increased, but he did, like, in Obamacare, right? You know, and and he he's lowered all of these welfare programs, saying, you know, if you 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 can get aid and assistance but you have to prove it right in addition to that you need to um excuse me um in addition to that you need to get a job you need to have com contribute to society and um you know this is, by the way this is how we're going to build our, our 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 country everybody needs to contribute right there are certain um, 
sometimes, I was about to say coincidences, there are certain incidents that prevent people from being able to um, work, you know, disability. Um, you have a child at a young age that is hard, it's hard to raise a child when you're 16, you know, and your parents aren't supporting you. And you need somewhere to go. You need money. Because you can't support the child. You can't support yourself. Trying to get through school. And then you can't go to college because you have a child that you're trying to raise off welfare. And you just, like, you can't, you can't do anything. Okay. So, by, um... Eliminating that, those many of those welfare programs that had that were eliminated, um, it lowered what would the tax bracket, right? It lowered that, and um, it lowered it not only for the upper class but the middle class and the lower class, because you know, well, the lower classes are already kind of lower, so it didn't change much for them, but. Um, that it also lowered the national debt a little bit because you can put money towards that national debt and um, benefits the tax brackets, right? Um, because we're not in that war anymore on terrorism against Syria, and we're not trying so hard to to implement all these welfare programs. And you know there are some cases, there are cases, and. And every case is different. And for some, you know, like I was saying earlier, if you have a child at 16 and your family isn't supporting you, you have to support yourself and you have to use welfare. And then you can't go to college to get that degree because you're on welfare and you can't afford college or you didn't flush high school because um, you had the child and then you didn't go back for your GED. Um, And so you can't really go to college unless you do go get your GED, which I think costs money, by the way, and then you get your GED, and then you have to get into these colleges still, but then you have to pay for college. There's just so, and you can't balance it out, so these people aren't able to go to college. They're not able to get degrees, and they're not able to make much of a life for themselves. That's not everybody, but that is common. You know, that's just an example. I know my mom, she had me, at uh, she was 18 when she had me, um, actually, no, she's 17. She turned 18 the next two days. But, um, she, despite not having support from her family, um, she still went to college, got a bachelor's degree. And then, a couple of years later, she went to go get her master's degree. She went back to college when we were a little bit older. Um, but she didn't let anybody tell her that she couldn't go to college. People did. They they told her constantly, you know, that's just not for you, Heather. You had a child, you know, in high school. She was very smart. You know, she wasn't the normal. She was a very, very rebellious genius, I guess you could say. Um, and, you know, without somebody, a man supporting her in a time when, you know, in a state in Arkansas where a man, you know, typically supported his woman, um, she she did it, you know, and my dad constantly told her, you know, you shouldn't be going to college. You just, 
you know, you, you should just stay here and get it, keep your job and we'll, we'll figure it out. But she went to college. She got her degree and she became a nurse. Eventually along the way, um, her and my dad got divorced and she met my stepdad, John, and he supported her going to college. He was as he as well was in college. He got his associate's degree, in, I believe, in radiology, uh, like radiologic technician. Um, I believe I don't really know. Um, and they had my middle child, the middle child, Ariana. And then eventually we moved to California, and they had my youngest sister, Mariah. Um, but despite all of that, you know, occurring in her life, she was. She was tormented for having, uh, not only having a child in high school, but it was a half black child, you know, um, with a man that everybody knew he didn't have a good reputation in Magnolia, Arkansas, as far as with the girls. And, um, you know, her family wasn't very accepting of black people. Um, and they knew at the time in the place that they were at, especially that 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 wasn't accepted you know and I personally uh, now actually so in her time her generation I wouldn't have been accepted but now yeah I go there all the time I'm accepted there are other mixed kids there uh, actually a good number of mixed kids there are still those purely white purely black you know and they still have those races but you know it's, it's more accepted now um you know, I understand, like, even when I talk to my mom about it now, she's like, "You, I only did it to help you guys because I know in Arkansas you would not have been looked at the same. You wouldn't, it would either, they would ask you, do you stay with the whites or you stay with the blacks? And I didn't want you to have to choose that. And personally, you know, it's like now, it's, everybody can, everybody should be able to mix with everybody. And California is that one big melting pot. Um, so... You know, there are still racists everywhere that you go. You know, there's going to be that segregation. You know, that racist, you know, I guess you could say. Anywhere you go. But, um, inevitably, she was just trying to protect us. Anyways, back to the whole government shutdown welfare thing. That just shows, that she's one example of how a single mother with a mix of a child, a, a half-black child that wasn't really accepted by her family can still on welfare go to college finish or oh, finish high school go to college get out of college get a job move to a different state that none of your family's in get a get a job a good job as a nurse then go back to college a couple of years later to get your master's degree in nursing you know and and be able to support your whole family very well you know, where, you know, you have nice a nicer car, um, be able to have an Apple phone, um, you know, and all those nice gadgets and, and gears, you know, and um, a lot of people don't have that, and I'm more blessed to have that and be able to share my experience, but, you know, it could have been totally different. She could have stayed in Arkansas, then we wouldn't be as nice off, I don't think, but, I mean, we would have been higher than a lot of people. Eventually, I would have been accepted as the first mixed child in my family. Um, and all those science things, you know, it's... But that's what happened. That, like, that's one good thing. Welfare can help 
with, you know, it can get you out of bad situations. And, um, you know, gosh, um, (laughs) welfare isn't for everybody, but it should be supported by everybody. Um, and I feel that it's not, not everybody that's on welfare deserves welfare. Some people that aren't on welfare need and deserve welfare. Um, and, you know, these, these programs being shut down isn't a bad thing. Because it's waking people up thinking, well, we need a job now. We shouldn't be relying on other people's tax money, tax dollars. Even though they still are going to try and do this. We sh- they shouldn't be relying on other people's, especially the middle class, because that's the class that's heaviest, most heavily relied on. Um, it sh- they shouldn't be weighing on those people's lives, basically taking their money. Um, and so that's what Donald Trump is seeing. Um, not just, I mean, in addition, yeah, it's because he wants to lower his tax bracket, obviously. You know, the wealthy got to stay wealthy, right? Like, that's a historical thing but that's not the issue the issue is that well I guess there wouldn't be an issue with that the issue well yeah the issue is that these the Democrats are trying to shut those down and they're trying to get a a Democrat into office next come election probably Nancy Pelowski or what's her name how how do you I don't really know how to pronounce her name Nancy Something with the P. Palowski. I, I always say Palowski, but I feel like it's like something else. Um, uh, let's see. Pel- Pelosi. Pelosi. Pel- Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. So, um, yeah, Nancy Pelosi. She she's saying basically that. Um, we need these things. Um, I'm not saying all welfare is bad, but you know, um, like DACA, that is a good example of a welfare program. Um, deferred action for childhood arrivals. Those children are coming in, you know, they don't really have the choice whether they stay or go and they need support. Um, and thank God for that because otherwise they wouldn't have that support that they need. Um, but anyways, yeah, so the, the the shutdown was ended for a good time. Trump basically said, um, if if we don't get to a an extension or a um, an agreement, um, then I'll have to either call a national emergency and use military funding to build the wall, or shut down the government again. Um, anyways, that's just the podcast for today. Um, Please let me know. Um, I don't want to be too controversial, of course, but um, let me know what your opinions are on the whole shutdown and how you guys think it should be handled. Um, And I'll I'll definitely be doing another episode keeping you guys updated on that. Um, And I think our next um, episode, or in about two or three episodes, I'll be doing a crossover with a guest appearance. I'll let you know soon. I'll give you some hints. I'll drop some hints on Instagram and Twitter and and um, Snapchat on who that person will be. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye, y'all.